tuning in to the positive hive podcast where we talk spirituality travel and finances here at the positive hive we believe that positive healthy intellectual vibrations elevate with their food with travel and with credit we're going to be talking about a whole lot of different topics here on season two i'm going to teach you exactly how you're going to take your foods and heal and elevate from the inside out i'm going to show you how to travel and elevate your lifestyle your way of being your way of happiness along with teaching you how to elevate your credit so that way you can enjoy the finer things we understand here in the united states it is all about your credit score and what you can accomplish with being able to invest your money not just spend it and save it so we're going to be talking about a lot on season two and i appreciate you all for being here let's get into today's episode It's Travel Tuesday, and we are going to get into Season 2, Episode 2, Tips for Long-Term Solo Traveling. As I've been out this year, there are a few things that I already knew to do, and a few things that I have learned along my way that I want to share with folks. So if you are new to traveling, or if it's been a while and you're not sure where to start for your long-term travel goals, here are my top 10 tips to keep you on your toes. Tip number one, we're going to shop in bulk before our trips. I know that may seem crazy to do, but stock up on deodorant, body wash, your everyday essentials, body wipes, anything that you may need on a day-to-day basis that you consistently buy cotton balls and swabs and things like that. Buy that in bulk before you leave have that with you like four or five deodorants a few different things body wash and you will not have to worry about buying that for a month at a time that will save you time from having to find stores with the products you like and it'll also save you money so that way you can spend more on your travel endeavors now number two always share your location and check in with your family and friends while you're gone make sure you have a routine of talking to one to three people to make sure that they know you are safe and you are coherent and not in any type of danger i say that just because you can get a little caught up in a new world new city new people and may forget that it is important to make sure others back home know we are safe if that is not where we're settling long term. Tip number three, make sure you use Google Maps or any type of other online mapping source to learn the area of your stay before you go. Make sure you map out where's the nearest hospital, where is the nearest dentist, where is the nearest grocery store convenience store gas station make sure you understand the neighborhood within at least a three to four block radius not saying it has to be completely memorized but understand where your surroundings are gonna 
about allow you to venture to with within walking distance. <laughs> now make sure while you're there, you know where you can get to on a quickness for your go-to groceries for anything you may need personally as an emergency. That's information you don't want to be trying to find at the last minute. Now, tip number four, do not travel to unknown areas at night. I say that whether you're a female solo traveler or male, make sure if you're going to be going to a location at night because of that's, you know, the time of the event, drive there during the day. So that way, you know, the route first. So when you're going home that night, if there are any type of detours, you will be at least familiar with the area. You don't want to be caught up in pitch dark, not knowing where you're going. I have been driving out and about at night a couple of times to locations I was not familiar with, and it was only a couple. <laughs> the safety behind that is just not, it's not high. You don't want to be in a new town, a new city where people know that you're not from there can obviously see that or see that you're lost at night. That's not safe. Now, tip number five. Do not smoke what you did not roll. That has been my number one rule for socializing. And it's not about don't smoke what you didn't see rolled. I say don't smoke what you didn't roll at all. I mean, COVID is always a great reason to not social smoke and hit other people's blunts or allow people to hit yours. But just setting healthy boundaries is just as good of a reason as well. And that's just for your safety. You don't know what somebody is smoking, whether it's synthetic, whether it's real, whether it got something dusted on it. You may not, you don't have to see them put the dust or whatever they got going on in there. You can just decline, just decline, decline, and roll your own. They roll theirs, they smoke theirs, you smoke yours. If you're not a smoker, do not drink what you did not bring. Do not drink what you did not bring. I ain't say don't drink unopened cans. I don't drink the cans given to me from folks if it's alcoholic and I don't know them like that, even if it's regular. Make sure you keep bottled water in the car, a case of it, and a cooler so that way you always have some type of liquid with you. Carry a bottle of water at all times if you're going to be within new company. Rule number six. Always, always, absolutely always carry pepper spray and a couple of knives, a few knives, multiple knives <laughs> on you when you're outside the house, your Airbnb or your hotel room. Now me, I keep a couple knives on me even when I'm walking around the house when I'm traveling because you just never know. That's just a paranoid me. Always ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But always have some type of protection antic on you and available for your defense immediate defense rule i'm sorry not rule but tip number seven make sure please make sure you research the wildlife procedure when traveling so you are not caught off guard 
like me, I got caught up by a mountain lion because I did not research that city's local news because it was in the news the last three days before I got there that there was a mountain lion on the loose. And to be careful, at the exact hiking park and trail I went to, I'd known that if I looked it up first. (laughs) Be sure to research wildlife news procedures for that local area to understand what type of wildlife they may have running around if there have been any spottings and look up where you would report any sightings to if you were to see one there's all information you want to have at hand and not to be looking for frantically in the moment the last thing you want to do is run up on an alligator which you don't know where to report it to or what to do because yeah that's that's not fun but if you run into an alligator run side to side it's hard for them to navigate with their big old snap you may still get caught but that's just a little tip that i know but anyways look up the actual facts know what to do tip number eight make sure wherever you are traveling Find the local farmer's markets if they are available. This will help cut on your food costs. We already know there's inflation with food. And while you're traveling, you may be in an area where the cost of living is a bit higher than where you normally reside. So finding farmer's markets will give you fresh produce and veggies, fruit, additional food, seafood, or even, you know, chopped up. Um, meat market good at an a less expensive price. So farmers markets are always going to be a good go-to no matter what city or town you are in. Just be sure to do the research to find which ones are going to be in your area. Tip number nine. If you are going to be out and about meeting new people, remember to meet new people in settings familiar to you. Get yourself acquainted with the city or town that you are visiting. Get familiar with their mall, with their shopping centers, with their local restaurants. Don't have to always go to somebody's Applebee's. Try something you have never tried before. (laughs) But get familiar with the town setting, the city settings, and if meeting new people, meet them where you are comfortable, places you are familiar driving where you don't have to navigate so much with your gps but you feel comfortable driving off memory so that way you feel safe enough to get yourself out of any type of danger without having to fumbling with without having to fumble with your phone and last but not least tip number 10 Make sure you have fun, try new restaurants, and new foods. Traveling is going to introduce you to a abundance of culture exposure. That means you're going to be in neighborhoods full of different ethnicities, full of different foods, and qualities of groceries. I say some food markets are better than others. I say some neighborhoods are going to be filled with great mom and pops and food trucks. Others are going to be 
you know, family owned restaurants, but try local things, try new things, document it, take as many pictures as possible and make the memories that you want to tell your grandkids about. That is the number one thing that you have to remember to do, traveling solo. There are so many other tips that you want to take into account while traveling, but those are the top 10 that you do not want to forget about, that you don't want to deviate from, and that you don't want to just completely ignore. These 10 tips will keep you safe. They will keep you on a great budget and make sure you have everything you need at all times. A few other bonus tips that I'll give are to make sure you get the business ticket if you're traveling via Amtrak. It's going to cost maybe like 50 bucks more or something like that, but it's so worth it. I learned that because when I was in the Chicago Amtrak station, train station, they would have put me on a, a bus little trolley, the little car cart, with my luggage and drove me to the train rather than me lugging it down that entirely long hallway and down another hallway and down a ramp and down the the ramp to the car door for my train. Oh my goodness. First off, if you are female and you are traveling with multiple bags, that is going to come in handy so much. It's going to be paid for itself before you even sit down on the train. So be sure to take advantage of the business ticket. And on top of, you know, getting assistance to the train and from the train with your luggage, you also get complimentary drinks and snacks. So that's going to help. And depending on what train station you're in, having the business ticket will also get you access to certain rooms while you're waiting if you have like an overlay for your next train. So you can access the cafeteria, there's like a business suite cafeteria that has you know, sofas and Wi-Fi, complimentary drinks and coffees and little snacks and things of that sort. So... Pay the extra 50, 60 bucks. It's going to pay for itself. And if you need storage for your luggage during your overlay and you want to go like see the city, if you're in Chicago for like five hours, that'll give you somewhere to store your luggage as well without having to pay for extra luggage storage. The extra 50, 60 bucks is going to go such a long way. You'll be so much happier than trying to cheap out and just buy the regular ticket. Bonus tip number two. Don't be afraid to fly spirit. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Everybody likes to talk so much stuff on spirit. I've never flown spirit before last year. I always flew Southwest. <clears throat> That's because everybody always talks stuff about Spirit. Even when I was a travel agent, I hardly booked my clients' trips with Spirit, even if it saved them hundreds of dollars. 
bitch because of what I heard. Finally booked me a, a flight with Spirit. Had no problems. None whatsoever. Now, don't get me wrong. Going from St. Louis to Cali, there was a very long layover in Los Vegas. But as long as you got something to do, nine hours ain't that bad. So just have something to do. Like have somewhere to put your luggage. Or only take a carry-on that's not going to like weigh you down. So that way while you're walking around, you kind of just got your essentials with you. And then check the rest of your bags. So that way they'll get transferred to your next plane for you. You don't have to do all the extra stuff. But don't be a fly, to fly, uh, fly spirit. Save you some money. Go get you an inexpensive weekend trip for like, you know, 40, 50 bucks. Spirit is not bad. I had a great experience flying with them. There was really no turbulence. I didn't have any issues as far as that, like I did when I was flying before for like to Texas. So Spirit gets a gets an A plus in my book. Don't be shy. Fly Spirit. Bonus tip number three. Be sure to map out your eating schedule. And I say that not so much as far as meal prep, because you're going to be out and about trying new foods. But make sure that you write down in your diet when you want to detox. Whether it be after, you know, a week of being somewhere or two weeks of being somewhere. But make sure you consciously map out when to take care of your body. Because even though you may be out, you know, eating donut burgers or lamb chops or fried waffle cones, fried ice cream cones, everything else. You're going to need to get all of that out. It's not healthy for you. It may taste good. It may be fun at the moment, but be sure to have it on your schedule when you want to take a few days and only eat broccoli and cucumber and celery and spinach and blueberries and apples and bananas, things like that, mangoes, corn, anything that will help you detox and revive your body because all the things i mentioned before definitely taste great <laughs> i had so much fun eating while traveling but oh my goodness it is important to detox every few weeks you have to it is vital for the elevation of your health bonus tip number four be sure to navigate the weather look up the weather in that area beforehand you can google it even if it's january look up the weather for april in arizona know what the weather is going to be like so you can pack appropriately i know it may seem easy to be like hey i'm going to this part of the uh, world so i know it feels kind of like this so i'm gonna pack like this no 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 look up the weather in that specific town or city See what it is like because I've been in one town in California, went maybe like five hours west, and it was way cooler. 
I was in Hanford where on a good day, it was like 95 degrees. It was on a good day. On a bad day, it was like 120. But I didn't know that <laughs> before I got there. I just knew Cali was pretty hot. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pack, you know, light and make sure everything is going to be cool. But then when I got to the coast, right off the beach, all that water, all the air off the water, I needed some jogging suits. Since I was bouncing around California, it's important to know what the weather is like in each part because the further north you go, the further west or further south or more central you are in California, the weather does differ. Same for if you go to Texas versus if you go to Oregon, if you go to Washington versus Tennessee, make sure you look at the weather, pay attention to what you need to bring to make yourself comfortable. And lastly, bonus tip number five, use Groupon. (laughs) I absolutely adore Groupon as well as my wholesale travel site. I have it through my econ. I will post all of those in the blog link. But use Groupon and wholesale memberships to get discounts on your activities. That way you can save money going laser tagging, going paintballing, going to do bike rides through the city or, you know, going a dark bark up bike rides. Those are fun. Find different activities that you have never done before and find them at an inexpensive rate using Groupon or a wholesale travel membership like I have. That will make the trip much more spontaneous because then you'll be able to say, hey, I can do this for like 30 bucks. I wouldn't usually have done this before, but it's not expensive. It's a super good deal. Why not? Whether I like it or not, I at least got to say I did it. And if I don't like it, didn't have to pay that much. Wholesale and Groupon will save the day with fun activities, but also inexpensive activities. So these things have really helped me while I've been out traveling this year. I have so many more tips that will help you stay grounded and stay focused while traveling. And I will start posting those more and more often through our reels on Instagram and TikTok. So make sure you follow The Positive Hive on Instagram and on TikTok as well as Facebook too. Thank you for tuning in for today. Today's Travel Tuesday, and I hope everyone has a great day and enjoy the tips here below. If you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram or Hive with Travel, and I'd be more than happy to answer your questions.